It's not often I talk about the competition on my show, but in this case, I'm going to because their loss really does hurt us all. Alex Pearson with you on this Wednesday, February 3rd. And, you know, we know that COVID-19 is crushing a lot of us, not just in health, but certainly economically. And if you're in the private sector, then you know how devastating it has been. And certainly the devastation has a trickle effect. And when businesses aren't making money, then they have to cut. And one of those cuts is to things like advertising budgets. And for us in the media world, advertising is the very lifeline of newsrooms across this country. And it has dropped severely. I mean, none of us feel safe, certainly not on the private side. And over the last couple of days, we've learned that Bell's decided that the best way to save money is by gutting two of the oldest newsrooms in the country, station in Montreal and their main talk station here in Toronto. These are heritage stations, the originals, the, the first in the business. And this is a really com, you know, competitive business, but I absolutely take no pleasure in seeing my competition recklessly kneecapped. Not only because those let go have worked really, really hard for very little, but as much as we compete, we build relationships over years while covering off stories. But these severely deep cuts really do speak to a bigger threat. That being the continued death of local news. And while there are plenty out there who will celebrate this as some kind of victory against the mainstream media, you shouldn't, because their demise is a direct threat to the health of this country and to our democracy. And those who know my background, then you know I've covered a lot of local news for almost two decades in television. And I didn't do, you know, cat up a tree stories, although there were a couple. I went into communities all over Ontario to bring attention to issues that would otherwise go ignored. I mean, I recall the day back uh, back in 2000 when my news director said, hey, can you take a quick drive to Walkerton? He said, I want you to check out this boil water advisory, see if it's something, you know, more serious. It was not the sexiest story, but there I trudged off three hours to farm country where I assumed there was a non-story only to find it blow up into a national tragedy. And I was one of the first reporters on scene when that story broke. And it took just a few knocks on a few doors before I would call my boss and tell him hundreds of people are sick and people are now dying because of the town's water supply. Local news matters. And without the coverage of small cities and towns across Canada, then we are failing you. We're failing the needs of people and their communities because those stories won't get told. And those who deserve to be held to account won't be. It is the small local story that turns into a national headline you hear about nightly, and that often forces change. Retea Parsons comes to mind. She was this unknown girl from a small town in Nova Scotia, and had le local media not looked into her suicide, we wouldn't have started a national conversation on cyberbullying. We wouldn't know about the you know, cancerous money laundering and fentanyl ravaging and killing people across this country, if not for the... Sam Cooper's in this business, digging and the dogged determination getting those stories to air. That is all local news. And sadly, we have just allowed it to be decimated for years. And I guess the Bell accountants may see this move as common sense, but I think it's very, very short-sighted. Because what is the end goal? Are we just going to get rid of it all? Is that what we want? I am very thankful that my upper management, those who have to make these kinds of decisions, I'm so, I'm so grateful that they have newsroom experience. These are people who spent time in the trenches, 
who see the value of local news because they were a part of it. They reported it. So at least I know their decision-making is done knowing the consequences of losing local coverage. And those of us in the private broadcasters, we already work on a shoestring budget. We have very limited resources. And contrary to popular opinion, we do not get big government subsidies. We aren't like the bloated CBC that not only gets billions from taxpayers, but also takes billions in ad revenue, which they really have no business taking because that double dipping further hurts those of us in the private sector fighting for the sparse ad revenue. And if the Trudeau government cares about things like local news, you know, if they want to help media, well, don't give handouts. Just stop the CBZ from double dipping. Force them to do what we do, which is work smarter, work harder, and stay within your budget. Leave the additional revenue for the private broadcasters to compete for. And if the CRTC cares about protecting local news, then there should be rules in place to protect it so that when big, rich communication companies buy up smaller media shops, they can't just slash and burn what they seem to see as disposable. I mean, if ever there was a time local news is needed, it is right now. Now so that we can keep the light shining on the many failures and tragedies COVID-19 has thrust into the open. So we can shine a light on, you know, issues like mass deaths in long-term care or your kids getting back to school or those dropping the ball on things like PPE or vaccines. Right now, it's local media who will hold those to account who are often unaccountable. And if there are no reporters left to do that, then we aren't just failing you. I think we're failing to protect the future of our country. So I take no pleasure watching a competitor fall. I think competition is good. It makes us sharper. It makes us hungrier. And it makes us more determined to serve you the very best information we can. So Bell didn't just cut local news. They cut off their nose to spite their face. You know, needless destruction to the country's oldest heritage stations that I am very saddened to see go. But we here at Global News Radio will gladly, we will dutifully continue to fill your local news void that Bell doesn't seem to care about anymore. And there's a huge amount of news, huge amount of local news tonight. Lots to go over tonight. And that's why we're here. Certainly parents can rejoice. I've got a bit of a bounce in my step today. The schools are going back. It is indeed going to be a staggered start, but by February 16th, we should have all the kids back in class. Sure, there will be some concern. There will be some risk, but I think without question, a lot of uh, parents, certainly, even those who favored shutdowns, see the benefit of doing this. So we'll go over that a little bit. Uh, we've got a busy show as well. We'll talk about the uh, Trudeau travel rules um, because we'll, we'll hear probably more of this about COVID jails. And we're going to talk to a fella who ended up getting a negative, negative test in the United States so he could fly home to Toronto, only to find himself dragged away once he got to Pearson Airport and locked up in a hotel against his will. And I know she is pretty clueless, but I shake in my head on this one. How is it that the health minister hasn't a clue what's in those vaccine contracts? Because now we've learned their $4.6 billion has been spent on vaccines. Apparently, Patty Haidu doesn't know the details. What? Huh? What? I don't know. Nonetheless, I mean, you ask, can they really be this stupid? The answer is yes. Very busy show here tonight, so we'll talk about the back-to-school question. And um, there will be some parents, I think, who are a bit nervous about the variants and the caseloads. 
So we'll go through some of the protocols that are being put in place. And then next week, we learn about March break. Will it be a thing or not? What is the safer avenue? You keep the kids in or do you give them a break? It's a bit of a toss-up, so we'll do that. Got lots to get through. Stay with us here on Point. I am Alex Pearson. Great to have you along for the ride. Stay with us here on Global News Radio.